This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Today's actually Merry Christmas. The day after New Year's, but today because New Year's fell on a Sunday, Monday is actually the national holiday, and I didn't know that till I went out this morning to go get some food, and I run smack dab into the Rose Parade. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> wow. God damn. I couldn't go get Amazing, just picturing you just running into a parade on your way to Chipotle. Yeah, just like full on marching bands. It's like you guys move. I'm trying to get lunch. Yeah, could not get across Colorado Boulevard, and so I had to turn back around. And well, it was a good excuse to go to McDonald's. Let's just be honest. All right. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. pretty All good. Right. That's yeah, pretty you're good. Fine. But you know me, Matteo. If I had run smack into a bunch of marching bands, I would have just stayed there. <laughs> that's so cute. I would. Very sweet. I would have stayed there and just cheered along, and been like, "Yay, marching bands!" Yeah. Oh, <coughs> she would have. Um, well, wow. should we address the elephant in the room? Okay, well, the one, which one? Which one? Because there's several I mean, elements. <laughs> we've been missing for a couple weeks. There's that. Uh, so, there's that. And, and you know what? We just didn't have any episodes anymore. Mm-hmm. And we and we had things to do. It was the holidays. What do you want us to do? Nobody's mad about it. Why is everybody so mad at us? <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> mad. Uh, you sure? I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm sure I've made I meant the I've, fact that I've we're imagined all... imagine they're very mad. I felt I, I meant the, the the fact that we're all hit with some kind of weird plague. I have a cold. Oh, we're all sick. Yeah, we're all sick. Yeah, the stinky version. We're all sick. I've just been coughing and snotting for like well, it's been it's been weeks, a week and a half about now. Yeah. Uh, it feels I mean, you know I felt like it was <laughs> lightening up today. Um, but there might be a lot of coughing. Might be a lot of coughing. Yeah. I'm losing my Guys, voice. we still don't have these uh, these cough buttons. Yeah. We're supposed to have <gasps> or the microphones. We're supposed to have or a computer where we can see the screen to actually do this. And right. and our I don't know how long we're going to be able to do this. Quite honestly, because our our, our computer's so old. Oh yeah. It, it's like our operating system. Our operating out system's out of date. We're not even sure this computer can handle it anymore. And you know, we were gonna try to get a new computer. Uh, for Christmas, and we just couldn't do it. We just so we're stuck with this thing, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, we hopefully can keep doing this. You we guys, can keep doing that's it. what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's working right now. Yeah, we're doing it. it. We're yeah, doing it now. We're doing yeah. it. Well, what other elephants are there? 
We weren't um, here. There was the one We're about sick. us being sick. There was the one about us not being here. And then, and then there's the one about the episode about tonight's episode. We're here oh, to talk about. yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're this is actually about. what we're here to talk about. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we did it. We stayed on topic. <clears throat> yeah, well, we did that pretty quickly. Um, so last. Well, last time, I... <laughs> when uh, last you left us. Yeah, I, I told you that our next episode was Jack Moves Out. And as you far did as say I that. understood, and you did your prediction and everything else. Oh, Maddie. And, and no, it's not, no, your, it's not fault. your fault. So then we're watching the, like, uh, DVD versions of... Jinx and Tucker. Company, Jinx and Tucker are... Yeah. Yeah, because we're married. married. And <laughs> yeah. so we watch them together. Um, and <laughs> so the next one and the next one listed, you know, in wherever we, we reference and whatever, was Jack Moves Out. Well, on Pluto TV. On Pluto TV. Where, where Matteo watches. Mm-hmm. Right. They have... Uh, an episode called Moving Out. Moving Out. Moving Out. Moving Out. Moving Out. Moving on. Moving on. It, it is moving, moving on. on. It is moving on. And here's what's funny about this. So Maddie will watch that one because it's the next one. It just yes. makes sense. Plus yes. it's a similar sounding ep- uh, episode. That right. have move in the title. Plus sequentially and, like in the story. Uh-huh. It, this is where it goes. It's where it goes. Well, <clears throat> but we watched – Jack moves out several times because that's <laughs> just how it worked out. Yeah, we watched a lot. But at some point during our couple weeks there where we didn't do this, Jinx and I decided to watch the first episode of The Ropers, which is moving up, moving up, moving on. Moving on. Which they played on Pluto TV as a Three's Company episode. And so we did I watch have, it. And which I have read aired as a Three's Company episode. Yes, right, because sense. on Pluto yeah, TV, it off. opens with the, the, the Three's Company theme song and ends with the Three Companies theme song, but it doesn't end mm. with the... It, it ends with like a weird font and it, it's the Roper's show font yeah. and the Roper's show uh, uh, crew. Building. Like the director, the writers, the producers yeah. of that show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Even though you're hearing Three's okay. Company music, yeah. Well, Which let me. It's not what we watch because we are also watching this on a uh, different source. Yeah. Let me let me start by saying that you're lucky that you had the Three's Company theme song mm. because the theme song for this episode, airing as the Ropers, is terrible. Oh, okay. The the theme song for the Ropers is terrible is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sure. It is yeah. – now what's so crazy to me, right, is that Three's Company is like one of the most iconic uh, sitcom yeah. themes of all time. And Everybody the Ropers loves that shit. Yes, and the Ropers – like who dropped the ball on the Ropers? Why would you even do the Ropers if you weren't going to really get behind the Ropers, ABC? If they like made us so – Old people. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, here we go. How bad okay. are we doing this? Are we getting into Please. it? So, 
Here's, here's the intro. Oh, let's, no. Let's hear this. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, it's just this okay, for a minute. For a full Honestly, minute. If, if if I was gonna score, like write a <laughs> like write a score to my like my. God rest her soul, my grandma farting, like that's what it would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Just shots of my grandma like leaning over and uh, uh, oh gosh. Yeah, that's it's what it would be like. It's terrible. Like, it is what terrible. were they doing to these poor actors? Awful. I think and I said this at the end of the episode, but I think what it was is that they all of the more the older more conservative folks that kind of liked Three's Company but didn't like all that racy business mm. came over to the Ropers. But that's not very many It wasn't people. anyone. And then so, they were like, let's go back to Three's Company. So that's why it failed. Well, so anyway, just before we get into it. Yeah, okay. I did want to just tell certain listeners up front that we didn't know we were talking about this. We are are not as prepared as usual, which is uh-huh. not very much. We're never really prepared at all. Yeah, they probably now, wouldn't even notice. Fucking if enough. You, we if got you nothing. hadn't said anything. Guys, if you thought we were so not prepared before, oh. get ready for an episode where we are completely winging it. Uh, totally yeah. winging it. Already but, our episode feels weird because of what's happening with the show. Yeah. 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 We've all been thrown for a loop here with yeah. lots of the ropers. Okay. <clears throat> so let's do it. Let's do okay. let's the do ropers. It. Yes. Episode one. Episode one. Moving up. On. On. Moving, moving on. on. Okay. God, you guys. <laughs> God, I got to get it right. The episode is guys, moving, it's on. moving on. Episode guys, one. come it's on. Season one. Guys, come on. Okay. Guys, moving on. The Ropers. Here we go. The Ropers. Episode one. Uh, moving on. So, okay. uh, you know, it begins with the, the Ropers in their apartment, the Three's Company apartment. Uh huh. Their small apartment. You know, it is a little um, more detailed and larger. Is it? Yeah. I did notice that. I, thought I think they got better cameras for this. That's what it was. Because I hate to it say it, but I could see – No, I could see Stanley's like wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. It was – something was strange about it that made it look whiter and yeah. make a strike. <laughs> um, so – and they're, you know, doing their usual shtick. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've sold the apartment building, which we know. And, and Helen wants to go look at a house. She wants to go look at a house, which yeah. is in a ritzy neighborhood. It, so Cheviot Hills, which is Cheviot Hills, yeah, which is halfway between like like Wilshire Boulevard is considered Midtown, and Santa Monica is is the the beach. 
Cheviot Hills is like kind of smack dab in between the middle of those two places in LA. It's pretty, it's, it's a little bit further inland and it's known okay. these days as the neighborhood of which, in which modern family takes place. Uh, in those times oh, in the seventies, wow. Cheviot Hills was really coming up uh, in terms of like new condo developments, like the one that was pictured in the show. Uh, and now oh, those are okay. pretty old, but uh, that part of town is actually still a really ritzy, nice part of Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, and okay. and has that classic suburban neighborhood feel, even though it's right smack dab in the middle of LA. Uh, it does have like a suburban kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of beautiful big elm trees there, uh, for instance, and, uh, and old timey street lamps there in Cheviot Hills. Uh, yeah. So I can see why Helen has an aspiration uh, to move there and meet yeah. those kinds of neighbors. And you can see why I keep calling it moving up. Yeah. Cause yeah. she wants to move up. She does. She wants, yeah. And Stanley wants to get a mobile home. An RV. He wants to get an RV in the desert. Why would you sell the apartment building where you're next to the beach to move into a mobile home in Riverside? Which that's where I'm, I'm just saying that's where it is. But that's like the desert. That's mm-hmm. like the desert. It oh. makes no sense. Even to save money, it makes no sense. Their quality of life would really, I think, drop. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not – she doesn't want to hear about that at all. No. She wants to go look at the house. She wants to go look at this house in Cheviot Hills and they uh, – and so he agrees to go take a look at it yeah. begrudgingly. So they, uh, now this is where we meet the new their, – their prospective neighbors, right? Yeah. And like, we like jump to the apartment. We go. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Are we ready? So as a, if this is a official, somewhat official Three's Company episode, these would be Paddikins. Yes. These are this week's Paddikins. All those set up to be the regulars of the Ropers. Yeah. Right. So first of all, we have to mention, of course, Jeffrey Tambor. The Jeffrey Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor, Future. Multiple guests or multiple Vaticans. Yeah, they they must have yep. been like they they found him for the Ropers, and then they were like, "He's too good to lose." Yeah, we've got to yep. keep him around on Three's Company. Do you remember how yes. confusing that was as a kid? Like, yes, and I don't. It was confusing, and yet I also just accepted it. Well, just we accepted like, it that guy's it like that on, on this show, show. Sometimes he's different people. Sometimes he's a dentist. Sometimes yeah. he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, well, Jeffrey Tambor was born in San Francisco in 1944. <coughs> he was first seen on, uh, in, on television in the 1970s uh, in Taxi, Barney Miller, and, and, and also not just comedies, but also dramas, Kojak, Starsky and Hutch. Um, he eventually becomes known for playing – uh, characters that are a little bit off the wall, like what's uh, what's known as warped comedy. Um, okay. And they really wanted him to bring that sensibility into the Ropers. But uh, from the very beginning, this episode, you can already tell 
nobody I, I don't know I, we we'll we'll get into that but i don't i feel like he doesn't roll very well into the ropers world yeah. or the ropers don't work roll into his world but um yeah um he's played multiple characters on three's company because yes like you said the producers wanted to keep him i don't know it's really crazy. Also, he has the distinction of being known as being the first actor to use the C word on television, which he did on the Larry Sanders show. Uh, and, oh, yeah. and of course, Jerry Tambor, uh, Jeffrey Tambor has a huge resume. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to yeah. get started. Um, it, it, most most Yeah, he's been on Broadway. Most notable, most recently, he's been 2016. He was in Trolls. He was in Archer in 2017. Actually, uh, from 2010 to 2017, he was he's been in Archer. Um, of course, a lot of people know him from his work on Transparent, uh, which ended in 2017. <laughs> um, he he did starting in 2003. He was on Arrested Development, and and uh, in 2020, he was in a movie called Magic Camp. Uh, so Jeffrey Tambor just still doing it, still out Man. there. Wait. What did you see in that old Broadway? Glengarry Glen Ross. Yeah. Oh. With, yes, uh, very famous for that. Him, Liev Schreiber, mm-hmm. who I believe he won the Tony for it, mm-hmm. and Alan Alda, and um, Tom Wopat. Tom Wopat? Yeah. Listen and, to this. Uh, someone else. Alan Alda. I once worked to play with Jamie Farr and um, William Christopher. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. There it goes. Comes <laughs> <laughs> well, back to mash. Well, and our next, our next Paddockins then is Patty McCormick, who plays Jeffrey Tambor's wife. Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. she she has a huge, huge resume herself. Uh, she was born in 1945 in, oh gosh, where did that go? Uh, in Brooklyn, New York. She gets her start. Yes. She gets her start. Now, hold on a second. This is insane. Like, she is one of the most. Uh, She's in. She starts in 1951 on a TV show called Two Guys and a Gal. Uh, then she goes 1951? on to 1951. So she's in only, 1951. She's only six. Yeah, when she starts yeah. in the business. Okay. She's uh, in 55. Uh, in 56, she's she gets on As the World Turns, where she does some time there, and then actually mm-hmm. comes back in 75, 76, 20 years later. She's in a show oh. called Mama um, that runs for six years um, in 1957. But then uh, Route 66, Rawhide, uh, Marcus Welby, MD, The Ropers. Marcus She's, of course, in Dallas, Magnum P.I., oh. oh. Remington Steel, Head of the Class, Murder, She Wrote. MT Nest, Baywatch, ER. Uh, she's in NYPD Blue, Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds. Uh, she's and let's see. Master. 
she is in a TV movie coming. It came out in 2022. Two movies she was in in 2022. Um, Nominated for an Oscar. I mean, this lady has really, really been in the business. Uh, She was... um, she was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role for The Bad Seed in 1956 when she was oh, just, yeah. just very, very young. I like The Bad Seed. And she's on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, she's The Bad Seed. <laughs> oh, she's The Bad Seed? Yeah, that's why I knew her name. So I was like, Patty McCormick. I know that name. Oh. But uh, she's the girl? I think so. Yes. She well, is. Wow. I just love these actors that work these rounds of TV where they're just. In, but she played in. She played Pat Nixon in Frost Nixon. And she was in Frost yeah. Nixon. Yes, she and she was also Paul and the Anderson bad. From last ah, time. the movie that she was on in in, in twenty twenty two is the Bad Seed Returns. Ooh, yeah. Um, well, well, well. So yeah, well, Patty McCormick, a, a really yeah, and then. Uh, and then there's some very accomplished uh, Paddockins lineup. You know, yeah. she's very accomplished. This is uh, this hey, is an actor Pat. named Evan Cohen, and uh, he is just he didn't really work very much. He was on the Ropers uh, for 28 episodes. Then he does one episode of Alice. He's on a show called It's Not Easy. Um, 11 episodes, 1982 to 1983. And then in 1999, he did a, a movie called Summer of Sam. It's a Spike Lee movie. Ooh. Which is a Spike Lee movie, yes. And that's it uh, for Evan Cohen. Huh. Strange. He was born on March 31st, 1974. <coughs> which makes him just a year older than me. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Can we find him? Let's find him. (laughs) All these all these uh paddockins that we want to find out in the world. Get a guess. But uh there you go. Those are our three paddockins of the week. What if you had a spin-off podcast? It was like a like Paddockins like Barbara Barbara Walters specials basically. Uh where you interviewed paddockins. You went through the careers. So many have passed on. <laughs> I know, but the ones that were that are left. Oh, how interesting! First of That'd all, that'd be great. Get a move on Patty McCormick right away. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. She's she seems like a really cool lady. I can't believe she's yeah. been doing it uh, since 1951. I mean, that's amazing. Wow, yeah. for real. What a long career. Okay, Sorry, so I would have clapped along with you, but I have a coffee in my hand, my phone with this. Okay, so here we are. Hand. We meet. We're meeting. Can't, can't applaud. So we've met them. Okay, and we're so what we learn about them is we that they the live family. here in uh, in Cheviot, Cheviot Hills. Is and, that right? Yeah, they live in the adjoining and, town home. Right, and Tambor is also like the real estate agent. Yep. That's going to sell this house, and he's got them coming to look at it, and uh, you know, and they have this adorable little kid, and um, you know, she seems just delightful. The kid's a you know, a kid. kid, and Boy. Jeffrey Tambor's a you know, a Tamborish pain in the ass. 
He is kind of a weirdo. Um, I don't mm-hmm. get a chemistry between these two people at no. all. And that's why I know we're in trouble because they don't – they seem so wildly uncomfortable with one another. And this kid is so disjunct too. Like he doesn't seem like he likes – I don't know. None of this was gelling for me. None of this no. came together. This chemistry is The big problem here is Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor is not meant in in these kooky Mm -hmm. parts. He's not meant to have chemistry with people. Exactly. And he and he doesn't have a family man. No, he shouldn't be a family man. And they Uh -uh. it's like they gave us the family to give him something for us to root for because there's nothing else for us to root for for this character. Right. No, he's exactly. I I find him to be completely unsympathetic, but that's what you want in an agitating force. But see, this is what they can't figure out. Who's the agitating force? Is it Stanley or is it Jeffrey Tambor? Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then where does that leave Mrs. Roper? You know, because she's so eccentric and so over the top. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she works as a kind of. of a foil to Stanley, which helps the kids achieve their goals, even though he's such a naysayer. So, you know, there's, there's that functionality there, but when you yeah. transfer him over to this situation, I don't get who I'm supposed to be rooting for. I don't like Stanley is not a likable character. He's the villain on three's company. Yeah. It's just so weird from the jump. Anyway, I think it's hysterical. As soon as – so Jeffrey Tambor tells his wife that the Ropers are coming to look at the apartment. Cut to Stanley's insane car, which looks like a Muppet mobile blowing smoke and backfiring (laughs) and farting. And then they spill out of it. Sorry? We know it's a 58 Chevy. That's right. 58 Chevy, right. (laughs) So they spill out of it. And what do you need? Yeah. The washer. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, is this life happening? Yeah, we're all good. Keep going. So, so, so So Stanley and Helen spill out of that car, you know, and Helen looks insane. Like, whereas, like, sometimes her captains are kind of cute, this right. episode, I don't know, like, she comes out of that that car, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she looks like a crazy person. And not, like, crazy cute, like, crazy, like, uh-oh, I don't know if I want these two moving in next to that poor kid mm-hmm. and that sweet woman, who, unfortunately, also have to deal with Jennifer Tambor. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm still fixated on the car. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> It was ridiculous. It was so. It was too much. Yeah, and so Tambor's. Uh huh. Yeah, just the outside being outside. We're never outside in Three's company like that. Yeah, and we spent like half the. It wasn't even real outside. It was so weird. We spent like half the episode on the porch or the front door of this townhouse. It's so awkward. Everything is so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird because every time you did that on Three's Company, you're in a, on a set. A set outside. It's an outside yeah. set. But here they're like actually out in the sunlight. It's 
bizarre. It just seems it's like bizarre. They're, they're not supposed to it's exist. It's like they're in the Macy's in sunlight. Like when, they, when they're like, oh, here comes the character, blah blah blah, and you're like, what? You know well, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. <clears throat> okay, um, so Tambor's like, oh shit, you know, I don't, I don't want these, you know, uh, this riffraff coming in. But uh, so he shows him the house. Helen loves it, of course. So he shows in the house, and this is the first time, like, Stanley going down those stairs and tripping on them, and someone says, watch your step. Oh, yeah. They're going to do this gag 78 more times. And I was just like, that's not funny. It's not (laughs) funny. Are we going to do this every time Stanley walks into this apartment? It was so dumb. It more believable. If there hadn't been a step exactly like it in the Roper's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Dad, I didn't even remember that. That's stupid. right. And they have a step down. so stupid. Oh, yeah, Dad. So stupid. Um, <laughs> and then, and then let's talk about this apartment. It has like Which metal, one? The, the, the one, one they're looking the at. The one they're looking the at. One that the, the empty one. The Brooks the, the empty third. One. Yeah. Right, showing them. It's got like metal railings and like glass shelving. It's so. It doesn't. Eighties. It doesn't. It it doesn't look like anywhere the Roper should be. No. It's too. It's too high society. I don't get it. Yeah, it's very modern for the time. It is, and really nice, and I just don't believe it. You know, the Can I you think see the furniture in there. Mm. No, not the furniture they had at the old apartment building. I mean, it would look ridiculous. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's their furniture. So yeah, it's gonna look great in there. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> But let's talk about the conflict, too, between Jeffrey Tambor and the Ropers. Jeffrey Tambor Mm -hmm. is representing this house next door so he can pick his neighbors. Obviously, they come out, and from the jump, he doesn't want them there. Stanley doesn't want to be there. And I'm like, Helen likes it, but why does she like it so much? She thinks she's moving moving up. (coughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> it was just so tortured. Like I, I it was just a, a yeah. BS conflict, you know. Yeah. And so Stanley uh, tells, basically, leads Jeffrey Tambor to believe that he's a uh, drummer. He's yeah, he and he has parties all the time. He plays at his parties. Now, I can't remember because is this – so the, it's the first time they go to see the apartment. What makes Stanley do that? It was – because I remember the second time they come to see the apartment. Because the kid – The kid, kid tells, tells him, right? Him, the kid tells him that if if Jeffrey Tambor thinks that they wouldn't make good neighbors, he won't sell them the house. And Stanley's like, sweet. Right. This is my way out there it is. If I right. can get him to think I'd be a terrible neighbor. So he plays – so he tells him he plays a drum set. He yeah. has – all this, and and then Mrs. Roper comes down and picks it right up with how close they are to the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then reveals like that he, he's not their father, and they have three different fathers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so then he <laughs> thinks she's some swinging lady. Yeah. That's so right. That, that doesn't help. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jeffrey Hamor, so, I mean, Jeffrey P. Brooks III, Jeffrey P. Brooks III. is uh, just, you know, uh, cannot, will not have this. No, this and is so, unsuitable. Uh, they leave. And so I don't remember what happens between this, but now I know that he puts up a sold sign. Yeah. Um, this happens to, right after the Ropers leave. Yeah. Uh, and, and he thinks he's come up with this brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who's going to see this sign? The Ropers are supposed to come back and look at it and know that it's sold already? And meanwhile, well, so will everyone, everyone else. Everyone else. So you can't sell yes! it? Yeah. It's a, a it terrible makes plan. no sense. It's so stupid. And I think this is a good time to point out too. I, to, for me, another reason that the Ropers doesn't work. You think of a show like Friends, right? Friends is about these six people looking for love, and they all start off as friends, but then some of them actually pair off into couples. And every episode is about them, you know, falling in or out of love. Well, what is the what is this show about? What is the Ropers about? Is it about like Stanley and Helen trying to fit into Chevy Ot Hills? Who cares? Is it about like Jeffrey Tambor having to deal with kooky neighbors? Who, Who cares? cares? Yeah. It's not about a time in any one of their lives that has any real stakes attached to it. Young people have to find love, have to get launched in their career. Those are some high stakes. But these guys – Living in a nice neighborhood, the worst problem that they have in the world is that their neighbors are weird. I not can't. even, not even weird, just like a little grumpy. It's like, yeah, it's not even yeah. like. Well, I mean, if his worst fears were real. Well, yeah, if it's, if yeah, it's true. You got some, uh, you know, some crazy lady sleeping around, right? Swinging. Jazz drummer husband. Anyway, oh, and with yeah, <clears throat> so uh, they uh, want to come back and look at the house again, right? Again, while Helen wants to, and, right? Uh, Stanley's like, "Why do we want to do that? I don't want to, you know." And she's like, "I just want you to see it again. Let's look at it one more time," and. Uh, so they go over, even though they think it's sold now, right? No, they or go no. over and they see the sold they sign. They see the sold sign. Okay, then what happens? And she still wants to go in, even though now they see that it's sold. She still wants to go in. Right. Because they still have the key. Because she had already called and talked to Jeffrey Tambor's wife. Right. Who said that they could come back and take another look at it. That's and right. was like, do you still have the key? And she was like, yeah. <clears throat> and then they get there and the sold signs up. Yeah. So then they go in. And they're all, you know, lamenting. She's all lamenting Mrs. Roper that, mm. that's lost. And then Mr. Roper is like, oh, 
<laughs> You're so right. Bad. I'm so sad that this is sold because I love it too, and I would totally buy it if it weren't sold. Yeah. And then, and Jeffrey Tambor's like, "Ah, oh, it's too bad, isn't too it?" Bad. And then the kid comes in and says, "Well, in this no, place, that no, happen. no." The wife, the wife comes in. Jeffrey Tambor leaves, and the wife oh. comes in. And she is like, would you want to come over and have coffee? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And so she brings them over to Jeffrey Tambor's house. Yeah, and Jeffrey Tambor is there. Before they enter, we cut to inside their house. And he's reading a Shark Man comic. Yeah, because they were reading that earlier. And he's Because she was reading it to the kid. Yeah. After he... After he belittles his son for reading a comic, for for the wife reading the son the comic book, yeah, earlier, which I was like, bro, make up your mind, like what, what kind of asshole are you? Yeah, but also, yes, exactly. Yeah, what are you laughing at? Yes, because he says a couple of weird words like "bafo," "black," "tat," "tat," "splash," "splash," "splash." Splash. 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 <laughs> Fist. It said all sorts of words. No wonder he's laughing. Um, that is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and so then they, they enter, and she's like, oh, look who's here for coffee. Oh, great. The Ropers. Oh. And um, this is where. This is when the kid When they're like, ah, oh, too bad it's sold. And the kid comes in and like, it's not sold. It's Mr. not sold. Mommy, you told Mommy it wasn't sold, right? <laughs> and then Jeffrey Tambor does that hilarious thing where he kind of strangles the kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, and... Uh, so there's nothing stopping us from buying this place if we want it is where it goes from there. And then like nothing I can think of. And uh, so it seems settled. Right. They're I mean, what? House. It's so awkward and it's so just illogical and just, oh, God. Nothing's making sense. I and I and it's still I'm like What's the premise of the show? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What is the premise of the show? I remember that first moment when like Jeffrey Tambor comes in and he's like interacting with with, with his wife and she she's like, Are you here for an afternoon quickie? Or are yeah. you like you know, and then she tries to kiss his neck. And it's so gross. Like, not gross because, I mean, I, I feel bad, but, like, it was it was so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. she just – Yeah. And I was looking at this, this – you know, and then this scene when the Ropers decide they're going to move in anyway, I was like, you know what? Good, good. I don't want – like, whatever interrupts whatever that was earlier, good. Great. I don't – I have such a problem with, like, this whole – age difference thing between then and now like looking at someone like jeffrey tambor and being like oh he has a child that's six years old 
huh. does not seem legitimate at all. But at that time, totally. it totally was legit. Well, it's totally legit so, now, too. He just looks old because he's bald. It's weird. So this is 79. I mean, he's like in his... And he was born in 44. 30s. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying that makes that sense. it's the way he looks. He looks right. so much older because it's this, the late 70s. Yeah. Yeah. He looks yeah so everybody much did. Yeah. So it just yeah. seems so crazy that you would even cast Agreed. this guy as, as this person. Agree. Agree. I think if – I mean I get why they wanted to use him because he's like a talented kind of guy. But if, you know – I think it would have been more fun if this had been a family where there's like really like instead of the kids in the apartment, Jack, Christine and Janet being so kind. What if there was like teenage girls that weren't and had to learn how to, you know, get along with the Ropers, uh, you know, to, you know, to pull, you know, right. shenanigans on their parents, you know, something like that would have been even a little bit stronger. So, yeah, you something. Know. Or maybe, how about this? If it's a show about the Ropers, how about we don't focus on the neighbors? Mm-hmm. How about we don't make the neighbors like equally right it's part of the like, show? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because that was or weird. even yeah. I mean, but what are you gonna do with the Ropers? It's so I just I don't get yeah. it. I don't know. It's this like was they're it part of so the, sad. They're Can, ingredients to a certain formula. They should have had them. Right. We're gonna de. It's all that deconstructed shit again. You know, Jinx and I saw these deconstructed hamburgers on TV the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "What? It's not a hamburger. That's a stack of ingredients. It's not deconstructed. That's just like fuck you. Fix it yourself." That's all that is. <laughs> it's not real food. It's just ingredients. Yeah. And that's true. what this is. And they've taken the ingredients away from the other ingredients and, and are like, well, it. well, let's give them other ingredients. It's and it's stupid. It's yeah. Like, it doesn't fit. It's it doesn't so make dumb. any sense to do it. What they should have done no. is had the Ropers move into some sort of like luxury retirement village. Where oh, there are naturally other characters yeah. and naturally stuff yes. going on that they yep. could get into and, and had Stanley could fight about. And mm-hmm. like that makes the most sense out of anything. Like I don't I don't care for the Golden Palace. <coughs> but they yeah. but they managed to to put the those women in a situation that followed the Golden Girls up that made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is like the opposite this, of that. Yeah, this this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Yeah. All right. So, um, and then like, ropers say they're going to move in. Yeah. And then there's like a tag where they come right. back to, she, he's like, how many times can we visit a place before we move in? And she says, well, we got to measure stuff. And yeah. All that anyway. And then what happens? I don't know. Oh, and then, then they're she like, says, okay. Oh, go ahead. Doesn't she say, it looks like, you know, you're going to, he's like, we can't afford it. And she's like, well, it looks like you're going to have to get a job. Oh, yeah. And then that triggers him to like back the car oh. up over a fire hydrant. Right. Yes. That's before the tag. That's before the yeah, tag. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's how it ends. And Tambor's right. standing out on the porch. 
watching is the fire hydrant just thing. yes but he doesn't actually get wet from it which is weird mm-hmm. like th- then what's the point but then also he's just like harumphing around just yeah. I'm, I'm mad. Tambor mad. Tambor mad. Tambor mad. And Tambor mad. Which I'm telling you, we got to start making merch. Tambor mad. His whole character on the show is Tambor mad. Great. And so, yeah, then the tag scene where they're back again. To look at uh-huh. it again, yeah. and then the measure and blah blah, and then they're getting in the car to leave, and they go in reverse. And Tambor has just pulled up behind them. Yeah, and Stanley backs his car into Tambor's car, and, and Tambor's car just falls apart. His car like breaks. Oh, what? Into seven you know what? Pieces. They didn't have bumper falls they didn't off. Have that and on the, Pluto TV. Oh, <laughs> the hood pops. It was that was so not Pluto TV. It was like the Roper's car lightly tapped his car, and yeah. his car peeled open. <laughs> That's what like, just, just the front of it just <laughs> it was popped so open, and then why? Stanley gets out and so looks at his shitty somewhere. car and says, "Not a scratch, Helen." And he gets in, and they leave. You know, like in real life. So crazy. Um, just, so crazy. They make the Rupert seem oh. so terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, yeah, they made They're worse. supposed to be lovable. Yeah. They're- but they also make Tambor seem so awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And- the only people that are semi-nice are the wife and the kid, but, like, they're so boring. Yeah. yeah who cares about them? They're not given anything to do. It's... Yeah. No. Nobody cares about Guys. the kid. Nobody no. cares about that kid. No. He has nobody to play with. To He's got nobody him. to play with. We need to find him and talk to him. <laughs> Get him. The actual Patikins. Yeah. Um, we need to be like, how did yeah, you feel about being terrible. pointless? <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did, did, did you, you know, know you were a prop? You know, while it was happening. Um, Yeah, so that's it. That's the Ropers first episode. That's, that's, I guess. We didn't even have a commercial break. Now, when did this air? It must have. Let me see. It it must have aired in 79 before. Well, probably aired right where you saw it. Probably in between those two episodes, I would imagine. Right, which is crazy that they would shoot that. March 13th, 1979. Yeah. Yeah. So they show this as, a, I guess, a preview of the Ropers. Mm-hmm. If I was watching this show and I had come, if I had come to expecting to see Jack, Janet, and Christy this week, and instead I got an eyeful of Tambor and his boring family. Oh, my God. And this schlock, I would have been super duper mad. Like, yeah. where's Three's Company? What is this crap? And now you've offended, you've uh, you've upset the audience that you're trying to get to come over to watch the Ropers. Oh, you it know makes what? Zero well, sense why like, they would do this. It looks like this aired on the same night as our last episode, an anniversary surprise, which was the one where he saw. Oh, the, uh, like a special two part, and then it goes straight into it. this. Oh, the second episode. So yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, it's not listed in the 
uh, on IMDb is as part of Three's company. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess they just but that's weird I, that Pluto. I don't know why, but is it possible to play the Roper's theme again? Oh, of course, oh. it's one of my favorites. Oh, there it is. The literally that trombone. Oh, this is continuing where I stopped it. It's offensive. <laughs> it's that trombone. Terrible. There you go. Anything with a prominent trombone. I'm sorry. That part. It's a trombone with a mute. And this whole series in the beginning with like Audra Lindley just dancing by herself with the feather yeah, boa. You didn't see that, did you? Oh, because he saw the first company. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, can you? You'll have to look this up. No! It's so stupid. Jeffrey Tambor. Just being Jeffrey Tambor. Hey. It's almost like impressionistic. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like a fevered nightmare. <laughs> oh, and he's got that ball all oh, the time. Yeah. Kid. This poor kid, like, this poor kid gets a, on national television and, and he ends up on this show. Poor yeah, thing. that's why. That's why he didn't oh, stick with it man. more. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that episode. And um, speaking of national television, some of you may have caught my CNN debut. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we do have to talk. We didn't have a commercial break, so let's actually do this as hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's actually do this as a commercial break. So, so what people at home don't know is that Jinx and her comedy partner Alicia got invited to be on one of the segments for CNN's. New Year's Eve celebration. Jinx, how did it go? Well, it didn't. Well, it did in that we were the hosts of Boise, Idaho's Potato Drop, which was featured on CNN, like the Potato Drop itself. Yeah, yeah. What is is the Potato Drop? You know how, like, they have the the big ball in New York uh, City at New Year's well, we haul a big crane we drop the out ball. in front of we the We drop capital. a 17-foot potato. Potato <laughs> that glows <laughs> from, from the inside. From the sky. And it has, it has wings. a huge fireworks display. Oh, my God. Like it's a crazy insane. fireworks display. It goes on forever, so, and it's constant. And like 50 fireworks going off at once all the time. Yeah. It's amazing. So – CNN so caught you, word. You were asked to host this. Yes. Okay. We were asked to host the event. But CNN caught news about this potato drop and thought that would be an interesting thing to add to their New Year's Eve because they had never represented Great. the mountain time zone. So they wanted to add it to their coverage. So we were like, oh, my God, we're going to be on CNN. This is amazing. And so we ended up being on CNN for about 1.2 seconds as they panned across the stage. But we did get to host this huge event. There were 30,000 people at this event that we got to just – 
perform and hype up this crowd for like four hours. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So that, that is a big, fun. big yeah, that was woo, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. What did you do your I'm I'm rooting for you guys. Um what did I do? Oh, I you know, just went to the neighbors. Uh we had just flown home. We had gotten in at 8:30 p.m. Yeah. from uh visiting my husband's uh family in Germany. We spent Germany or spent the holidays in Germany and then we came home just in time for New Year's and we were at our neighbor's house by 10 p.m. Oh, nice. And uh, we just did a little countdown, had some cocktails, and went home and crashed. By by one thirty, I think we were in bed. Oh, that's perfect. But, uh, yeah, it was nice. It was like twenty of our neighbors at this house all having cocktails. It was great. Oh, cool. that's good. It's a nice way to come home. <clears throat> yeah. Tucker hung out. Tucker hung out at home and tried to watch me on TV. Mm-hmm. And Henry stayed up because he thought it was a challenge, but he didn't really care about. I was like, ears. "Hey, the potato drops happening." You want to watch it? And he's like, uh, New so Year's cute. is kind of stupid. And I was like, Well, why don't you go to bed? And he's like, Well, you don't. I don't really get this opportunity. Stay up. I was like, Oh, okay. And Francie tried. She tried to make it, but she fell asleep around eleven. Of course. Aww. What finish. sweetie kids. Um, but yeah, it was. What a new year! I was like, Oh man. You know what's really depressing, though, is uh, New Year's Eve coverage um, that you watch on television. Yeah. Because, um, oh, yeah, they were – when the CNN coverage – or CNN show started, it started with, like, dancers on a roof and uh, uptown funk. And I was like, oh. Uptown I said, funk. I said the people that stay home on New Year's Eve are finally ready. For Uptown Funk. <laughs> and then it got worse because about an hour later, we were watching a live performance of Ario Speedwagon. Oh. And I was like, Ario Speedwagon? 40 years late on this. That's great. Well, and I was like, coming. it was just depressing. And then you know, it's mostly like people going, woo! And it's, it's, I don't know, I, it makes me lose faith in humanity sometimes. Well, I'll tell you what, though. You, you know, Stop. Uptown Funk will do that to you. I'll, Go I'll, ahead. Give you I'll give you this, though. Most of the time, the kind of bands that you catch at a community New Year's Eve event mm-hmm. are not really that great. But the, ba- the band that headlined this event that we hosted at the Potato Drop, it was called The Gov, and they were fantastic. And they were hilarious, and their opening song was the Night Rider theme, and they did it perfectly. That's awesome. Yeah, they were great. That's I really, awesome. really liked them a lot. Cool. Yeah. Rocking out to like a really good TV theme. TV theme yeah, they did some other ones. Like it was like yeah. a medley, but we were kind of busy. So. Do they ever like go? They didn't, but I bet they could It's a good theme song. Yeah. Who's that knocking at your door? Taking a step that is new. I love that song so much. Um, well, we don't really have to have no, a prediction I, I, for our next episode because we already have it. We already have it. Do no, we-, we don't. I was going to say this episode of ours was so crazy because of what happened on the show uh, this week. Yeah. Ugh. 
Let's let's Ugh. just look at I'm your so prediction sad. real quick for yeah. next week. Okay, oh, okay. Because you've already predicted it. Yeah. Next week's episode okay, will be Jack say? moves out, uh-huh. which is you know we have Jack moves out, and then there's one more episode, and the season's over. Um. So Jack yeah. moves out. You said that uh, he was tired of pulling off the gay thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and girls uh, plan a secret surprise party. To show him how the how much they appreciate him because he's gonna he's gonna move out. Kids are yelling for me, uh, and uh, to show him how much they appreciate him to make him stay, and he stays. Now, now, Jinx and I have seen this episode about three times now. So. Okay, I will definitely catch up, and we will resume yeah. our regularly scheduled podcast. Well, this was some left turn that I don't think either of us, none not, of us expected. Let's not make too many promises, because now if <laughs> if we are able to maybe do another one tomorrow night or something, we might be able to do this. But uh, Jinx is going to be out of town next week, so we may have another week. Oh. Unless, well, actually, she said she oh. might be able to do it from there, so we'd just like be able to have a. Well, I'm. I would be. I would be ready to go tomorrow night. I don't know why we're just. We shouldn't oh, talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah. on the actual podcast. We'll but, talk about it. But after. I would be down to do it. Yeah, I'd be down to do it t- tomorrow. But no, I would actually like to get a decent episode under this one be. was a throwaway. I feel oh. because sorry, fans at home, oh, um, I it was because delightful. this episode. Still. What this episode? <laughs> this episode? I did. I found it tense and uncomfortable. No, not the Roper's Me episode. The hers and hers and his episode. Oh, yeah. The episode the epi- of this podcast. The episode of this podcast that we're doing currently is very delightful. Yes. Yeah. I don't think this is a throw. <laughs> the Roper's. I, I feel terrible. Sure. I. I didn't even bring it especially hard for my patikins this week. I don't know. I was just so upset by how bad this episode was. (laughs) Well, let me tell you this. This is a little tease for next week. Okay. You've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Because I think there are a whopping five five patikins. And. Oh, no. (laughs) A kind of. Kind of big. A pretty big name also. Yeah. At least one. One of them was. What? Yeah. So, yeah, you'll, you're going to have a good time. <clears throat> All right. A little, That's little a little spoiler. tease for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's, is it James Cromwell in a tight-ass pair mm-hmm. of pants? Not this not? time. Not this time. <laughs> um, Maybe damn it. Time. But, yeah, that'll be Jack Moves Out. All right. Yeah. Do you guys want to give Domino-Nominate Boost? No. This? Let's not give Domino-Nominate Boost. Let's give Mr. Roper. We should not. Because his bugles. Yeah, how many bugle bugles do you get? This gets. There's only right. three. Oh, it's a three there's bugle only three scale. Bugles? Yeah, because there's only three key, you know, on a on Jesus. a thing. We'll just say three bugles. I'm gonna give this episode half a bugle. Ooh. Half a bugle. Rough. I'm gonna give it one bugle. I'm gonna give it one bugle. I just, I don't know. You guys are great. You guys are generous. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pooper. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like if somebody had been 
Just, I don't, I don't listen, know. I don't gets, know. Checking homework. It gets half a bugle just for the strange just, historical value. I know, to but me. it just made me like, think, I just kind of like crap. People like could make TV. Like, look at what I, they like did. This. Why did they do exactly, this? Exactly. Exactly. I kind of enjoy that. People story. who get to make TV, this is how they waste our time. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Boo. Especially because Norman Fell and Andre Lindley helped make the magic of Three's Company yeah. and they got done dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I feel really I feel really bad for them. Not that I'm not looking forward to Don Knotts, because that mm-hmm. man's an icon and a genius and he ends up breathing new life into this sitcom, but what a troubled Well you know, and we've said this before world. But you know what happened with a troubled world. With the workers <laughs> Is that they told them Three's right. Company World is trouble, I'm sorry. <laughs> they told what them is this world? I get a little drama. To? I get a little drama. Oh, I get a little over the top. Fine. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go they ahead, told James. Lindley and mm-hmm. Norma Fell that if it was not a success after one season, it didn't season, work out. They could come back to Three's Company. Yeah. And they agreed to that. Liar. And then they produced a second season that got canceled midway through. So they just totally. Totally Awful. fucked over. Awful. It's yeah. Awful. It's sad. We should also mention this This uh, episode was directed by David Powers. David Powers, of course, yes. Uh, who's been directing since Hoban's departure. This episode? Mm-hmm. No, this episode had a different director credited on oh, Pluto. On this well, because you had, you had Three's Company credits. Yeah, why would it have... It had it had Roper's credits at the oh. end. Oh, yeah, it had Dave yeah, it Powers. Said Dave Although Powers. the song was, I wonder if mine did not say Dave Powers. Yeah, let me well, let me check. Um, now what's it listed as? Let's see. Oh, it has Dave Powers listed on IMDb, but that is not who came up in the. That's not who came up in the credits for the actual show on Pluto that TV. That is the one on So ours, if you go look on Pluto TV. It was Dave Powers on ours. We took note of it at the time. Because we were – I Because we were – you know, I was hoping that they'd be like – Hoban. Hey, let's bring Hoban back yeah. to get this thing going. They should have brought Hoban back. I, I'll tell you the reason I knew it wasn't Dave Powers is because it's just stylistically so different than what Dave Powers was doing and – or is doing with the rest of the show, and it the direction sucked for this episode. It was terrible. I, and I'm not a big Dave Powers fan per se. I mean, I'm not that I'm not. This doesn't matter. I was just yeah, but but he does a way better job than whoever directed this episode. I'll have to get the guy's name. I'll see. I'll see if I can find it. But uh, yeah, that's weird. The one that we watched said Dave Powers. Um, all right. Well, we did the prediction. We gave ratings. Oh, I guess now we have to finish the episode. Um, we have to toast. The way we always What is there to toast? nothing to toast except Mad that we got tambor. a little preview of Tambor Mad. Tambor Mad. <laughs> I hope our coughs are our all. Our coughs oh, are going to go away. Next time. And we got a little preview of Tambor, who we're really going to enjoy. Oh yeah! In upcoming seasons. Oh yeah! He's such a weirdo, and I'm so excited to watch him be completely yeah, weird. It'll be great. <laughs> it'll be good. 
Well, right, cheers to Tambor. Man. So cheers to Tambor Man. Cheers to Tambor Man. Face.